Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. And if you've been listening for any length of time, you know that I pretty much was born talking. Getting up and standing in front of a group of people or facing a microphone is not uncomfortable for me, mostly. But it is for lots of people. And public speaking anxiety is a crippler for some people, and it can get in the way of careers and businesses. And so today, that's what we're going to talk about. And I could not think of a better person to have this conversation with than Rebecca Jabbar. Rebecca is a coach and a trainer with 25 years experience in helping over 400 international professionals and 130 brands successfully deliver on their media messages. She works with senior leaders, not only what to do to be a successful spokesperson, but how to do it. Founder of the Brand Champion Bootcamp, Rebecca is passionate that everyone to represent their brands should feel confident and be engaging, authentic and credible. And only then will the important messages be heard understood, and remembered by those who need to hear them. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Lorraine. Thanks for the warm welcome. Oh, it is my pleasure. I'm excited to have you. Tell me why you're so passionate about public speaking. I'm a bit like you. I was also born talking um, and have found myself moving in as a career into communications and working with different businesses and recognizing that the senior people within those businesses really needed to put themselves on the front line. The business needs to be promoted. Every business needs to be promoted. But for the audience to buy in, it's not just the sales message or the marketing message. People buy from people. And so I was actually put into the position of having to represent the agency I was working with at the time because they could see I'd been born talking. And they said, great, get out on stage, do some presentations, do some uh, interviews. I'm going back a couple of decades or more ago. Um, And as I was doing this, other people were saying to me, you seem such a natural. What do you do? How do you focus on this? At the same time, in parallel, I was needing to help these senior leaders who were working with our agency on how they could and should promote the business. Because as I said, people buy from people. And I started working with a wide variety of executives who just needed that help. And over time, I pulled all of that experience and knowledge together and had the pleasure of also seeing other trainers at work and recognizing the bits that maybe I could do better. And, and yes, yeah, so I'm here today with the honor of being able to work with these people all around the world who deserve to feel confident when representing their brand as their audiences deserve to actually hear what they need to hear. Awesome. That's such an amazing way to come to this, basically learning it because you had to do it yourself. So now let's take a look and dive into what you've learned. I'm a business owner. I'm a, an executive. I have a story to tell. I have a message I want to get out. And that's the key thing, the story to tell. So I think there are some people, especially around marketing and comms, we talk a lot about storytellers. You have to be a storyteller. But it's all about storytelling. But if that's not in your job remit, if you're not directly in comms and marketing, it sounds quite overwhelming. Oh my goodness, I have to be a storyteller as well as managing the business, as well as being the head of sales. And it sounds, it, it makes people feel, I think, a little bit overwhelmed. There's a big expectation to be inspiring or to, to just be so awesome that everybody else is like crumbling in the dust, you know, in terms of competitors. But actually, 
I think one of the key things is really we do have those examples of why we as an individual are invested in our business. Why do we care? So one of the key things that I found was that it's not enough just to be the voice of a corporate message, a marketing message, a sales message. Actually, we need to make those words our own. And the only way we can do that is to add in why we personally care about what we are saying. And just that one thing, oh, and the reason why I care about this or why I'm proud about this or what I'm looking forward to or what I imagine in the future immediately gets the ball rolling in terms of being a storyteller. Then all you need to do is add the for example. This is something that I've experienced in my life, work life. I read in a book, I read in a film. That's actually all that's needed, the why I care and for example, those two pieces are really key to helping you bring to life the thing that you want to say about your business, your brand. So I think, and that's what I learned early on as a presenter to be interesting. I had to bring myself into it. I couldn't just be a robot with a script. I had to turn that script into bullet points, another top tip, turn the script into bullet points so that I could use my own natural words on the day and be myself, be authentically myself. You know, funny story. I had a boss that insisted that I use a script and I have never used a script in my life. And the things that you say in writing versus the things that you say when you're just talking, the script feels really stiff. And I used this device where I actually kind of came back to the same point twice and lost my place. It's really easy to do. I was presenting the wrong part of the presentation until a friend of mine stood up in the audience and waved at me and pointed madly at the screen so I could look down because I could see it at my feet what was behind me, realizing that I was talking about the wrong thing. That was the last time I ever, ever used the script because, <laughs> because it really doesn't work for me. But I want to go back because I think I think we jumped into, you know, how to construct a presentation that you're comfortable giving. And, and I love the why I care and for example, and I'm totally committed to bullet points, but I got to get up on stage and my stomach is in knots. Indeed. And I think that's where, so for those people who suffer from anxiety, sometimes it helps to have actually a small script. Mm -hmm. How do you introduce yourself? A couple of sentences, something that gets the ball rolling, that gives you that safety net to feel like, okay, I'm now talking, I'm presenting, this is what I want to say. And actually you should be saying your key message as early as possible anyway, because it's one of the key times your audience will actually concentrate. Are they going to say anything I care about and that matters to me? No, right, I'm off to write my shopping list in my head. So actually having those first few sentences as a script is super helpful. And that's one of the key things that I'll say to somebody who suffers from anxiety. But the problem with a script in general, I understand it feels safe to have those words and to learn them by rote because you're so concerned about the audience and being judged and remembering everything that you have that script. But actually the script, the most important points are the bullet points, are the facts that you need to remember. Or the let's say there are three key signposts in your presentation that you want to remember. To be able to say them in your own words on the day is actually a lot easier. I promise you, this is also the feedback from those people who suffer from anxiety. Then it is to have that script and then realize halfway through a sentence, you can't remember the rest of the words and you become a rabbit caught in headlights and you um and you are and you pause and you're sometimes actually more aware of that than the audience anyway. 
But because you become aware, comes a vicious cycle. And the next time you come to doing a presentation, you think to yourself, oh, I forgot my words and that's my fault. I better practice and practice and practice even more. The problem is the delivery becomes robotic. And actually, we would rather have somebody umming and ahhing and being natural and just saying, I was about to say something, I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. Just bear with me a a moment. We'd rather have you be authentic and have that minute of silence, preferably 30 seconds, but have that minute of silence and for you to come back in the room in your own time than to have a robot reciting a script that you could just email us. Otherwise, what's the point of you doing it rather than us just reading it? Absolutely. I have found that those pauses, the little mistakes or the the hints endear you to the audience. They they kind of get on your side and suddenly you're in it together and it's kind of like a hug. I know that sounds cheesy, but you can feel when the audience looks up and they're on your side. And I think that's a tremendous confidence booster. Yeah. And the audience is on your side. They want to learn. They want the value that you have to share. They don't know what you know. You're there for a reason. They want to buy into you as a person. So just be yourself. So in terms of anxiety, it's having a couple of words, that sentences, sorry, that are a script to help kick you off. And having that as also those few sentences to finish with to make sure that you've got somewhere to go to, to give you those anchor points that are also really important and time points for your audience to concentrate. And thinking of a story, not just the words, not the script, but the for example, what might you tell them? And if you tell it in your own words, then actually that brings it to life even more. So one of my key things is trust yourself. No one is judging you. You you are your worst critic. You will pick up on things other people won't. So if you trust yourself to have those bullet points, talk around them, have those anchor points at the beginning, at the end of a little bit of a script, I promise you they're at least the beginnings of helping manage that anxiety. Awesome. Well, I love speaking, but I'm still going to keep all of those things in mind because I think it'll help my next presentation. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for being a part of the show. You're more than welcome, Lorraine. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. I really enjoyed it. And if you're listening and you'd like to find other resources from Rebecca, there are going to be links to the Brand Champion Bootcamp, a special link to her free tips in the show notes. Be sure to check them out. And if you're looking for other resources for your business, be sure to check out our digital toolbox. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.